0: Support for all the Players, the pop as PlayStation podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. off and free worldwide shipping with the code FTP at au.manscape.com. If my math is correct, and it might just be, that's about 8 million balls. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For the Players, the pop-culturist PlayStation podcast The for 40 years of playing PlayStation, 10 plus years in the games medic. But I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation.
1: This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all of those links can be found in the description below. If
0: you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record the show live. You can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show you can by telling your friends telling your families about this position pod if you are listening to us a podcast service be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you are listening to us on youtube be sure to like subscribe comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment and if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop as well as our merchandise store com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other sort of shit with our logos on it or you can help support the brands and help support us just like manscaped We'll talk about manscaped a little bit later. Now, Max, I just received an important SMS. I'm watching. Message. That message (laughs)
1: is: (laughs) last week,
0: (laughs) you and I were sitting here bullshitting about what your character would be in TCW. Now, a refresher for everyone that didn't check in last week: TCW, Twitch Championship Wrestling. It's a it's a promotion. a, A pretend Twitch. Uh, promotion, wrestling promotion, ran by my friend Mad Dog Nathan, uh, where we create, get created uh, uh, into WWE 2K22, and then we he tells stories and and has matches or whatever, all with us. Over the week, we discussed it. And like Max, you're like you're going to be our manager. You're you want to look like, essentially a fucking uh, bowling ball um, with a with a luchador mask on. Actually, you pitch. You pitch what you and Craig spoke about i mean basically
1: you summed it up pretty much pretty well uh you know we we had the discussion of uh we wanted it to match somewhat close to what i look like so it's a short dude it's quite rotund. And i'm like i i I want to be picture a graceful bowling ball flying through the air and then just destroying whoever it lands on and uh craig's like just give me two seconds
0: and here we are (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he did a bloody good job. Like I've, I, saw the the pre the you know the pre release. I saw the final release, and he did a really good job. It looks tidy. So the you know as a, the team pop C, we're, you know we're pop corporate now. We've gone heel. We're all in suits. You know you've come in as our manager, which is great. so apparently uh, on TCW this very second. So if you go over to Mad Dog underscore nineteen ninety two, if you are obviously watching the show live right now, please don't. But if you're watching it when this episode goes live, go check it out. Uh, I'm wrestling right now. Max is ringside. Hopefully he's doing some shenanigans. I mean, you're not doing well. I don't tend to do well. Um, You know, we'll we'll find out. Your boy Murdoch in the chat goes, wrestling, never heard of it. Uh, Not at all. Not like Murdoch is himself. A tag team champion. Literally. (sighs) How do you look ringside? Do you look good ringside? i haven't seen myself yet like i'm gonna have to go back post-show and have a squiz i think i think i need to see how this looks i just want to see you know when you walk out with me are you're all like hey pointing look at how good this guy is or are you still in the spotlight are you kind of like paul Heyman, like you're in the shadows but you're there you're not and i'm very excited to see to see how that turns out how's your week been not not too bad yeah it's just been it's
1: just been a week um Still going through the motions work is kind of all over the place uh, I'm in a position where you know everyone's kind of come back to the office but kind of hasn't come back to the office so some days I'm super busy and some days I'm just you know autopilot <laughs> with headphones on it's um yeah it's been it's been fine. I've been super run down this week i've been i've been I've been more tired than I usually am but mm. it's, I, I'm not I'm not getting any less sleep than I normally would. I'm just, I think it's all just finally catching up with me. Yeah. So I did a lot of a lot of in this weekend, which was
0: awesome. Very nice. <laughs> how was uh, how was your week? Ah, uh, yeah, it's just week. Um, my weeks are kind of blurred <laughs> together at this point. Um, mm. days a day and work is is work and it's um stressful in a number of different ways. Uh, but uh, I had my had the boy. Uh, had my son uh last night, uh, which was awesome, had him so yesterday and today, so we went to the skate park again, which was awesome uh we just dicked about town we looked at some toy shopping and nerf guns and Lego and all the things that i don't have the money to buy him or myself um we got th- we had a donut together, you know, just kind of mucked around we did with our own wrestling in the lounge because he loves that shit. He kicked the crap out of me with a pillow, like it was a steel chair. And uh, to his credit, he he obeyed the rules of the of the chair shot, which is if you're on all fours, you can take that shot like like a champion. But if you're on your back, do not hit them with the chair because that means don't hit me. The second I rolled around, like oh, but doge! I'm a fucker, don't care. He wrecked my day. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, not, not a not a whole lot. Um, all I'm looking forward to is next week. So next Saturday we're recording it so will be recording live uh, next Sunday pretty much gonna be doing Sundays moving forward everyone it's, if for those that are listening not live we've always want ch- if, if they had wanted to check out the show live but couldn't because it was four o'clock on a, on a Saturday nah it's likely going to be either four or eight on a Sunday night depending on what we're doing uh, so like next week I've got um, the wrestling show here in Geelong. For the my friends' at Deathmatch down under, they're here at, at you know doing melee at the Palais. Um, so we'll be, I'll be working all day on the Saturday, uh, doing uh, the ring setup as I normally do. Doing my first my first day uh, officially, quote unquote, in training uh, for audiovisual man. I'll be watching the in- previous individual do do it, even though I did it like two shows ago without any major problems. Still got you know see how they do it. Uh, yeah. And that's going to be awesome fun. And then the week after, I've got another wrestling show here, here in, uh, in Melbourne. That one's the Renegades of Wrestling, also run by other friends of mine. Uh, so my weekends is just mostly wrestling these days. Look, I barely, look it, whether it's work, whether it's just existing, or it's just me going to wrestling, uh, the only things that I have left is I barely have time to, to actually play games. Saying that, though, I did play some games this week. I did, after talking about it last week... Um, uh, unpacking. I rolled credits on unpacking this week. It's like my fifth credits for the year, which is really disappointing for the m- just shy of mid year. Not very good. Permanent. Yeah, it's not very good numbers. It's not good. I, I, they're rookie numbers. I gotta pump them. I gotta pump them up. It's What i I gotta do? But unpacking is awesome. Uh, talk, it's a lot of the beats that I hit last week, pretty much on point. As in, it's it's very subtle storytelling in the way that it's just environmental storytelling. As in, like as you begin to unpack the boxes and put the house together, you start to you see this story that is getting told, which is you know, a kid and then you go, and then sorry, a teenager then goes to university that then gets their own place, then gets into a relationship and moves into their house. And that, that relationship falls apart and you end up back at your parents and then that, and then from the parents, you get your own place again. Then you, then someone moves in with you and then you get to move to your forever home and that's where it ends. And, uh, it's really good and like Mm. really kind of sweet. Um, Made me cry. And I talked about that last week, but most things make me cry at the moment. So, I uh, uh, yeah, it was it was good to it was good to p- good to see credits on it, and I really really enjoyed it. And for like what thirty bucks, hundred percent worth the dollars, hundred percent worth the dollars. I paid again easily, easily. But other than that, I just played some re- some more Red Dead, rootin' tootin' cowboy shootin'. I uh, got into, I'm in chapter four now, which is the, by far the furthest I've ever gotten that game. That happened literally just, for, you know, probably like 20 minutes before I started recording. We jumped in the chat tonight to to record the show. I got to chapter four. It's, you know, Saint Denis or Saint Denis or Saint Denis, or whatever the fuck want to pronounce it. But uh, so that's all moving forward. Other than that, oh, the only thing I have been doing is I've, um, I've began... An unhealthy addiction to Candy Crush. I wanted something that was brain
1: ball That's a bold strategy for someone with your...
0: My neurodivergencies. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, I needed something. And I wanted something different. I'm like, I just want a simple pattern game. That wants
1: something different. Picks Candy Crush.
0: Yeah, but... It's not something that I don't, I don't play mobile games and I haven't in forever. And it's something different in that it's nothing else like I'm playing. I want to just escape from my brain for a little while and that is Candy Crush. I don't have to think about it. It's just patterns. It's fun. Enough. I haven't spent any money yet and I have no intentions to do so. <laughs>
1: Keyword being yet. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing this week Max?
1: Oh man, I've been playing so much this week. Most of it was last night. So again still um Diablo 2 will now take a back uh go to the go to the back burner because as of Tuesday the new Destiny 2 season launches, so I'll have a bunch of new content to dive into, which is awesome fun. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a little bit more of uh Wild West.
0: Oh yeah, even
1: back to a bit more still, Midwest, nice. That, that game is still awesome. Um I I'm super not very good at it, so I like the fact that it's you can just quick save in the middle of combat and be like, ah, that did not work as well as planned. Reload. <laughs> it's very forgiving. So that's that's nice. Um I yeah, so last night um one of my friends is heading to Europe for a couple of months, so we had a, had a bit of a catch up and we played uh the new Crash Team Racing. The, the, oh the re- wow yeah the re- one from like middle the of the last rejigged year one yep so we played that for a bit we played sports with friends that really old ps4 game or ps3 game that came out like years ago that had like the wacky jousting and the all those little party games we played that for about an hour that was great well uh, we played star wars which was another playstation plus game like a bajillion of years ago where you try to stab each other's heart with your narwhal horn um yeah basically just like a bunch of random bs that i just had sitting on my (laughs) sitting in my collection that's split screen multiplayer because apparently that just doesn't exist anymore it
0: doesn't and there's a couple different reasons for that one you people only that make people buy one copy of a game and that's not financially viable additionally like as games get higher in quality trying to render them twice on yeah. in one screen is just kills consoles like call of duty trying to run split screen call of duty just chugs a ps4 even a ps4 like a ps4 pro i've been seeing it be done on a 5 yet but like it tanks like the frame everything on a ps4 it's disgusting
1: uh Yeah, um so, you know, that was that was all in good fun. I've also played about 10 minutes of the Jurassic Park, whatever the, the new one oh, is. Oh, Jurassic World Evolution? Yep, Jurassic Park Evolution. I downloaded it this afternoon. Yeah, it's like Age I'm, of Empires, I've,
0: like Roller Coaster Tycoon all with dinosaurs. It's dope.
1: Yeah, I've played like five minutes of it. I haven't really uh not too much and then the uh, the last one that I I do a run of every day is um Slay the Spire which was the, I think this month's PlayStation Plus game it was um and it's a roguelike deck builder and it's great I own it on now PlayStation as well as PC because I bought it yonks ago when it hit early access on PC It's
0: good fun but there there is one other thing you have been playing though right
1: Yeah, there is. So, uh, earlier this week, I signed up for the Multiverses Alpha. So, for those who don't know, Multiverses is
0: is, uh, Warner Brothers, Smash Brothers. Super Warner Brothers is what they should have called it. I saw that on Twitter today. I was like, fuck, that's a good name. (laughs) So, uh, you know, like
1: you just alluded to, it's basically Super Smash Brothers with a list of Warner Brothers characters. So, you've got... uh, uh, I think it's like Jake and Tim from Adventure mm. Time. There's Shaggy. There's Batman, Wonder Superman, Woman, Aria Superman, Stark, uh, Steven the Universe, Iron, Iron, the Iron Giant. Um, so, all, like not all of these characters are available in the in the alpha, uh, but it plays exactly how you would think a Super Smash Brothers game will be played. In the same context applies. Uh, the, the aim is to knock. The other players off the map Mm -hmm. they have a similar instead of using a percentage bar uh below the character to to determine how far they get hit it's just a normal number counter so the higher the number the 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 further they fly when they get knocked they it's essentially the same button layout you have your uh directional standard attacks your directional special attacks your neutral attacks everything is exactly what you would expect as if they kind of just copied and pasted it a little (laughs) bit Um, there are a few little nuances. Um, the main way this game wants to be played is in a two v two scenario. So a lot of uh, there's a fair few of the characters that are set up as essentially support units, who seem to be very weak on their own, but when paired with a, a partner, they, they are very strong. Uh, there's one in particular. I think it's like a uh, this weird dragon thing, and it basically has this super long tongue that can just instantly recover your teammate if they're falling off the map. You just you just drag them back onto the map. It's it's fantastic. So you can t- you can use that that risk reward of I'm going to jump off the map to uh, to hit them down, knowing that my teammate can save me with ease. So it's kind of fun. Uh, I've played a little bit of it, not too much. I haven't unlocked any any of the characters. Uh, most of the characters seem very easy and simplistic to use to begin with. Although I haven't tried everyone out, I've mainly played uh, Shaggy, um, which is fine.
0: Now, as someone uh, and that I is- believe and I,
1: and I believe it's launching as a free-to-play title oh. next month or the month after. So,
0: nice. as someone that is a bit of a seasoned Smash player, uh, and we also, and you also dipped your toes into Nickelodeon All Stars, which kind of died in the arse. I haven't heard about anything about that in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you find this fits within that side-scrolling scroller 'em up brawler space? Like, how does it go compared to The King, which is? super smash brothers
1: i found it to be and i think i put this in the chat um with our group i find it to be much more so super smash Bros. is very fast paced both on in ground and aerial combat mm-hmm. in this game it is very floaty so in the sense that um similar to super smash brothers you can you have a jump a double jump and then an up special attack which will is is normally an extra recovery move to help get height. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can then air dodge, but once you've air dodged in Super Smash Brothers, for the most part, you can't do anything once you've dodged in the air until you hit the ground or until you've been hit. In uh, Multiverses, you get two air dodges and then can still do your double jump afterwards.
0: <laughs> So you, it's a lot more like in like it, tech and like a lot of juggling. Potentially. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's yeah. So it it does seem a lot more floaty when in air combat, uh, but for the most part they feel pretty similar. Um, graphic style wise, it's Multiverses is much more cartoonish than what Smash Brothers is. Mm-hmm. The colors are very bright and vibrant, and that over the top cartoon. Style, whereas obviously Smash Bros. is that is a little bit darker mm-hmm, To a degree mm-hmm. But if you love the characters If you're a fan of those You know, brawler beat-em-ups It's a free-to-play title It does look like it could be filled with Microtransaction dollar reviews Because well, If it's going free-to-play,
0: it's going to have to be, right?
1: Because there's obviously Each character has skins They have different taunts They have Um Different power ups that you can equip before fight, uh, before uh, battles. There, you have to, um, you can earn in-game currency to unlock characters. At the moment, I would imagine that there's probably a way to just buy them straight up. Uh, there's no split-screen multiplayer at the moment, but apparently it is. It will be available at launch. It's only online multiplayer at the moment, which is fine. Uh, the games aren't too terrible to find. I found a couple of online games fairly easily. Uh, the lags not too not too terrible, which you know is a problem with Smash Bros. because Nintendo have a, an atrocious online system. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's not too bad. So for, for, for an alpha, for for an alpha, it's it's not horrible.
0: So essentially, it's, it's it t-
1: has it has potential.
0: Once you comparing it to Nickelodeon All Stars, which the entire idea was, oh, it's it's Smash but Nickelodeon, and mm. that clearly didn't move the needle. Is the sentence, oh, it's Smash but Warner Brothers is that enough
1: I feel that Warner Brothers probably have a bigger pull than what Nickelodeon does as a
0: because they really uh, had Nicktoons does it yeah
1: whereas you know Warner Brothers will have like the Looney Tunes the 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 DC universe now uh you they've got yes um you know the Game of of Thrones Thrones characters they've you know they could they could throw some Harry Potter in there I guess
0: they could put Harry
1: Potter in I there. Think, I think Warner, Warner Bros. are Harry Potter. They are. Harry Potter lads. So you know, there's they have potential to throw some pretty cool stuff in there. It's just whether or not it works as a, yeah,
0: yeah, it's interesting. Well, I'm glad. Like, because if it comes out next month or whatever, and it's free to play, might worth checking out. Like, you know, we we did receive a code for Nick at the time, so it was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, you know, I'm full of ADHD, but I don't have enough ADHD. Apparently to play uh, Smash because it's just it's too much visual noise and I can't, I can't give up. And it's just too much, I, I can't do it. And even though, even the, the pull of Batman and Superman and I don't know, Bugs Bunny, I guess, like is not quiet enough to go, mm, I'd pay for this. If it's free to play, why not? <laughs> Speaking yeah. of paying for things though, let's get into the section of the show where we just kind of shill for like five minutes. Hey, Max, the colder months are approaching and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crutch. That's why the kings of crutch comfort, that is a fucking tagline right there, Manscaped have spent two years, two years, designing the most comfortable box of briefs out there. So breathable that it's like gills for your groin. <laughs>
1: I just want to point out that I want to shout out to Manscaped for sending me a way cooler pair than you.
0: Oh, I got like basic bitch black, and you got ball bags with sunnies. I've got, yeah, I've got ball sacks with sunnies, so get around it. <laughs> it's so, bre- uh, so they even trademark the jewel pouch. So, you know, it's serious for heads up. The jewel pouch is this part in the, in the, it's kind of like uh, swimsuit material, but for your dick, which is also swimsuit material. Doesn't change. Uh, so you let your <laughs> let your bulge breathe and while also getting 20% off and free, shi- shi- free shipping using the promo code FTP at au.manscape.com. Now let's say, Max, that you're on a date, unlikely because you're married, uh, I'm separated. Hey, uh, hey, I have date nights with my wife. <laughs> yeah, but like I mean,
1: I, to be fair, they're very few and far between.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like she's very aware of of your use of manscaped. It makes sense. Uh, you said I'm 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 separated, um, and I'm I'm not going on any dates because I don't want to. But let's say I did, and this person catches the manscaped on the waistband of my underwear. It's almost guaranteed to raise some eyebrows and act like a billboard for the highway to Pleasure Town. That is not what I call my front area. That is the Manscaped rain right there.
1: I'd call it Pleasure Town.
0: Yeah. Why should we call it Pleasure Town, Max?
1: So... This is thanks to their Lawnmower 4.0, the best electric trimmer for below-the-waist grooming. Their trimmer offers skin-safe technology designed to trim hair on loose skin. And outside of just ball trimming, they're now focusing their efforts on helping out your thigh slappers in other ways with some game-changing boxes.
0: I fucking these, love boxes these, feature...
1: <laughs> these boxes' features include the Jewel Pouch, a pouch designed to cradle your boys in their own special space. Lined with perforated performance fabric to keep them well ventilated. Basically, just imagine your balls sipping pina coladas and chilling on a hammock on some tropical beach. The micromodal fabric is buttery, soft and breathable, keeping your cucumber cool, walk, run or strut. These moisture these wicking boxes breathe without breaking a sweat. And the tagless waistband hugs your body without digging in and lays flat against your skin to reduce all chafing. And the front fly opening gives easy access and makes bathroom breaks quick and efficient. And you can choose from an arrangement of designs and colors and sizes ranging from small to 3XL for all of the guys out there.
0: Now, one thing I have to applaud the Manscaped on is the introduction of the dick hole. (laughs) Like you look over at other branded uh, boxer briefs, ones that use this bamboo-esque material or whatever, you know, it is this micro suede material. Number of them don't have the dick hole. Dick hole, incredibly important context yeah for context the dick hole the 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 fly at the front it's the amount of things that don't have it baffles me but you can uh get your own manscaped underpants dick trimmer uh, body hair body wash things all the things by heading over to au.manscaped and using the promo code ftp it'll get you 20 percent off plus free worldwide shipping in case you're deaf Let's say it again. (laughs) It's 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the promo code FTP at au.manscaped.com. And once the boxes 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. Man, they're such fun ad reads. Oh, fuck. Like, I appreciate them sponsoring the show. Um, and supplying us with the product. But fuck, if I just got to read these for the fun of it, I totally would. Like, I technically haven't invoiced them yet. So I am saying this for the fun of it. I probably should invoice them. Maybe I shouldn't, because this is just fun. (laughs) All right, Max. Let's get in the section we call Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation.
1: As we all know, the new PlayStation Plus is coming it actually launches in like two days in the Asia market, I believe. Oh, shit. We get a month We get at the back end of June. <laughs> so earlier this week, Sony announced some of the games heading to the new PlayStation Plus service, launching over the next few weeks. Uh, We're going to look at some PS5 and PS4 games. So we've got the likes of, uh, from PlayStation Studios, there is a ton of games coming. Uh, we've got Alienation from Housemark, Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone. A lot of these titles are in the PlayStation collection for, for those people who have owned who own PS5s. Uh, we've got stuff like Demon Souls, Death Stranding, and the Director's Cut. We've got Gravity Rush 2 and Gravity Rush Remastered. We've got the likes of Marvel Spider-Man and Miles Morales. We've got Medieval, Patapon One and Two remastered, Resogun, Returnal, a lot of these, uh, you know, new PS5 launches are coming as well. It's fantastic. Last of Us remastered, Last of Us Left Behind, Until Dawn, all the Uncharted's, and then you've got the third-party people. We've got Ashen, the third, the third part, well, technically third-party partners, I guess. Um uh, it was also announced that uh, Ubisoft Play... Uh, Ubisoft Plus? Yeah.
0: There's Is it Uplay Plus or Ubi Plus Play? U- Fuck! Some <laughs> poorly named thing. Whatever Ubisoft Plus's thing is, we're
1: getting all of those. There'll be 50 games by the end of the year. There's about 20-ish at launch. So we're going to get the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We're going to get... Uh, a bunch of other stuff. We've got Control Ultimate Edition coming. Obviously, that's not part of Ubisoft. We've got Dead Cells, Final Fantasy XV, which, are, again, oh, are sorry. part of the uh, collection. We've got Resident Evil, Res- uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. That's If you want game. to join Ryan in his uh, Root and Toot and Cowboy shooting? Which you should. Uh, the Artful Escape, Soul Calibur, The Crew 2, uh, plus, uh, like, a ton of others. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, because... Square already said that it didn't perform well so let's just give it away for free I guess
0: <laughs> And like and, and even then we we get the beginnings of some of the classic games with the, that they were originally talking about some of them are sort of the remakey remasters like, like there's Ape Game mm. 2 which which was originally reported to PS4 a number of games made that list but like uh some of the ones we are aware of is like Syphon Filter which we expected um obviously from Sony Bend uh, Tekken
1: two, yeah. Worms or
0: Party, Worms Armageddon. Where's fucking Tekken three? Is the real, qu- real question. Yeah, I, w- I want to te- play Tekken.
1: I want to play and Ball mode. Yeah,
0: Tekken three. Uh, we've
1: good. got we've got the Dark Clouds. We've got Jack two, Jack three, Jack X, Jack and Daxter. Uh, we've got you know Baja Edge Control, Bioshock remastered, The Borderlands Handsome Collection, the Lego Harry Potter Collection. And then a bunch of PS3 games that we can't play here in Australia, because, like, fuck us, I guess.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> like, the original Demon's Souls, as opposed to you know, last the year's Demon's yeah.
0: Souls. In uh, both Infamous, you know, both infamous, infamous titles. Infamous 1 and 2.
1: Resistance, you know, the, fuck. The old Ratchet and Clank's. God damn it. Uh Castlevania, Lords of Shadow 2, The Devil May Cry, HD Collection, Fear, Ninja Guide, and Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare. Like a ton of game. Obviously, this isn't the full full list, because they said there was going to be about 700 titles. Mm. <laughs> uh, this is clearly a lot less. But it's pretty cool to see that we we're getting some of the newer titles that obviously, you know, they're not going to be day and date like games past but we are still getting fairly new like, stuff which is awesome
0: like forbidden west is on the list and that's like six months out so that's mm. I, I would say that six months is likely the turnaround time that you'd expect it from from store sorry from you know, release day through to ps plus plus uh so that's reasonable I think for those that are, don't want to buy and want to wait instead, because if you're paying, what, 15 bucks a month or whatever, and you pay for six months, well, you're paying for a lot more than a $60 US game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. nah, it's gonna win in the long run. Like, but uh, yeah, look, there's a couple of challenges. Like, as much as this list is really good.
1: Just, just, and- before you, just before you get into that, it should be noted that the Ubisoft Plus Classics are only available on the extra or premium tiers. They are not part of the essentials.
0: Yeah, it's tier two and three, not tier one.
1: They're tier two and three. and they, They've got like Far Cry 3, 4, For Honor, the the South Park games, the Star Trek games, The oh, yeah, Division, true, yeah. uh, Watch Dogs, and a couple of other ones. But they're, they're, they're expecting to get around 50 games by the end of the year.
0: Yeah. It's cool. So my one challenge... That I have with this list. Man, this is a really good list if you've never played any of these games before. I mean, that's how generally it works. Yeah, but it's even the same as Game Pass, right? Like, oh, because I'm like, I like this is such a good list, but I have played near on everything. And I'm like, oh, well, what's the incentive for me to get it?
1: Well, this is the incentive for you to get it, Ryan. Sony Ben took to Twitter to announce the Cypher Filter, one of the games coming to the new service. We'll be receiving trophies. It is unclear if all games will be receiving trophies. It may be up to the individual developer, but with Ben being first party, it makes sense that they, put it, that they may put in a little extra work to get the trophies in there.
0: God damn yeah, it, that is an incentive. Yeah, that is an incentive, yeah.
1: I mean, for some people...
0: I'd... Well, because the, the first siphon filter is not too long. It's not as good as you remember, but it plays okay. You know, it's one of you know if you can run through it and get some pretty easy trophies. Sure, yeah, that 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 is the that is the incentive to use the system, use the service, yeah. Period. Like there's a bunch of games you either didn't have trophies for or just simply didn't because they're on PS one or PS two. But you know, if if you have someone that maybe didn't have a PS three, if you've got the you know if you're based not anywhere but australia you can play the ps3 versions and run it. I, I think that's the thing that shits me off the most is that i would want to play the ps3 games that's what i care more about on this list and i can't go back and play them like i have a ps3 it's on the shelf over there but i don't want to worry about it and i wonder then,
1: i wonder if there's a like a weird workaround if you had like a us account
0: <laughs> i'm sure you could vpn it potentially but then the lag would be ball bags Mm. because it was all about the input delay would be huge but admittedly a friend of mine uh lee he he one of his things he does in his spare time is just rejigger uh old consoles so he's got himself one of the original 60 gig ps3s the one that had the inbuilt hardware backwards compatibility for ps2 and then of course the software for ps1 and he's gonna give Mm. he's, he's gonna sell it to me so, because nice. one of the biggest problems that I have is I'm like, oh, look, I've got a huge PS2 collection. I'd love to go back and play them occasionally. But I ain't rigging up PS2. Like AV cables and shit. Components and shit. Nah. If I can run it through a PS3, but right, it's HDMI. That's an easy setup. It uses the same figure eight plug as my PS5. Same HDMI cable as my PS5. It's Easy. Easy. But I, you know, it's one of those things I shouldn't have to because I should be able to play it using the new PS Plus service here. What do you think, Max?
1: One day, maybe. <laughs> if, the, if the demand for it is high enough, if if they get enough uh, of the, what are they calling it here down under, the, the deluxe? Deluxe, yeah. Maybe if they get enough of the deluxe tiers, I'll see that people will be like, and like... Our internet infrastructure is probably not that bad. Like a lot of people that live in like the city, like metro areas, have probably got a decent enough internet connection to do it. Mm. The people that don't, uh just won't buy that tier. I guess I, I
0: don't know. Yeah, and it's <laughs> one of those things, and we've talked about it here in our fr- shitty situation. Yeah, friends of the show, the Explosion Network, they, they, they broke a story a little couple of years ago about this a central server farm based out of uh, Adelaide and we've still heard nothing for it what is it we need to know Dylan spent like 50 dollars on an unnecessary long time subscription to some Adelaide newspaper and then he couldn't work out how to cancel it hence why he spent so much money on it he needs to earn that 50 bucks And I want to know, I want want PS Now or PS Plus fucking whatever here in this country. What about the games list though, Max? Does the games list tickle your fancy? Yeah, I
1: think some of them are cool. Uh, I'm in that weird situation of a lot of the games that I would go back and play I own. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, I own the Ape Escape and Ape Escape 2 already. So I can play them whenever I want. Um, It really depends on what the rest of those... PS one, PS two classics are gonna be for me. Yeah, it's,
0: it's yes, yeah, it's, it's it's difficult because, like, granted, we're in a we're in a great position, uh, in terms of We've been in this in in this biz for a little while, so we have a pretty extensive back catalog for at least ps4 and, and certainly ps5 of games that we've had review codes for so on most of the things that have made this list the games that we have either played for review were given review codes for or we picked up to fill in the gaps you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's very little that we haven't played and is this an like for that reason i, I, it-
1: I think they i think they've picked great ps4 and ps5 titles to onboard people onto mm-hmm. the service now uh, like you said a lot of them are the the big ones that probably most people have played if they've got a you know a PS4 or PS5. But for those who haven't, like the slightly more uh smaller titles, like you know, Returnal, for instance. Returnal was a big ask at 125 bucks when it came out. Um and if this now means a lot more people get to play that and try that out, that's awesome.
0: But additionally, and once again this is this is the world that we don't live in, so we I can only speculate, is Uh, i know you've done it in the past you'd return your games all the time Mm. you trade them in for something else so a lot of people may have really enjoyed a game and then traded in because they wanted the other thing and they didn't have the money so having a service that allows them to replay old games that they would have traded in that's a pretty incentive alone like i'm a hoarder i don't get rid of my shit so you know it's it's tough tough balance in that sense but, uh, you know, we're very interested to see uh, all you lovely people at home listening, watching. What's your thoughts? Because, like, we... It, it's interesting that you and I, put, you know, we're not fanboys. We're big PlayStation advocates, obviously. We do a show about it every week. We've done nearly 250 episodes of this fucking thing. But you and I are sitting here going, hmm, not for us. But I do yeah, believe, so that, I I, do believe I, that comes from a place of privilege, though.
1: I am in the mind of... I want to try the new thing because it's yeah. a new thing. I will probably buy a year's worth of it. And what will determine whether or not I renew it or drop back to essentials is classics. how, yeah, how often I actually go back and play those classics. I know myself, I am generally one of those people who generally once he's done with something, he very rarely goes back. Yep. Um, there's been a few exceptions to that rule. Most of them being Final Fantasy titles. <laughs> Uh, or Dark Souls and all of that fun stuff. But generally speaking, I tend to not go back. And it'll be interesting. Like, I think I'll be like, oh, I remember this game as a kid. I'll play 20 minutes of it and be like, hmm. Wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Because it was way way cooler the way I remembered it.
0: (laughs) For me, one of the advantages slash disadvantages of my ADHD is object permanence. Once I consider it gone, it's gone so like i've had dumb, i've had my time with that game fucking see ya and never think about it again so the idea of going back and playing old games I'm like, yeah but i have new shit and, and the nature of what we do there's always moving forward as well but uh something that's coming real soon your ps5 max it's getting, uh, getting a new wardrobe it's getting a new outfit so, first announced alongside the original batch of PS5 console covers, Sony has this week confirmed that three new variants will be available over the next month. They include Nova Pink, Starlight Blue, and the incorrectly named Galactic Purple, when it should be, in fact, C Purple. Uh, these are, these retail for about uh, 55 bucks US. I think it's like 80 bucks Australian or something stupid. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah, Saying that though, um, so as someone that, that literally has a purple PS5 because I had it a day and then I got the the, uh, uh, the panels uh, worked on by a friend of the show, Ethan, over at Tag Mods. Go check him out across socials. Um, I'm probably still going to buy these because the purple ones I have, paint chipping off a little bit. But these ones being heart full, complete purple plastic, beautiful. There is a purple controller out there that I haven't picked up yet. I've got a white one that I'm bored of. I'm going to go trade it for a purple one. I'm going to put it all together and then I'll be happy. I'll be content. Not that I'm unhappy with what I've got now, but it it feels like a new coat of paint without literally doing anything. And Mad Dog in the chat, did someone say Popsy? I say Popsy all day, every day because it's the channel that we are on, Mad Dog. Um, I presume I lost, by the way. Mad Dog's the the TCW's finished. He's in the chat. I presume we lost. I presume Max, as my manager, you did not do anything to help me.
1: No, yeah. I, I, I sounds like not my job. No.
0: So look, so you've got your sweet dark souls, uh, demon souls where uh, console, it's very unlikely you're going to pick up any of these. Um, even no. though starlight blue is more of that weird bleen that I can't see. It's that weird blue green. So I, no. I'm debating just buying the blue, the, the bleen, uh, cover to go, Oh, I fucking hate this color. Cause I can't see it properly. It makes my eyes hurt. And just every time I look at my PlayStation, it would just be that's funny. A way
1: to, that's a way to spend like 80 bucks.
0: Yeah. I'm like, oh, but it would, do, it, it would fill me with happiness and anger at the same time. It would be a very interesting experience.
1: Let's talk some PlayStation TV. Okay. I thought I thought there was going to be more to this. Um, so on our word doc, it's, it, it's set up as if there was going to be more to it, no. but it's just twisted metal news. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So over the weekend, it was confirmed that Brooklyn Nine-Nine star Stephanie Beatrice would be playing the car thief called Quiet, and now Thomas Haddon Church has been signed up as Agent Stone. For those who don't know who that is,
0: it's Sandman from Spider-Man. Oh! (laughs) And we should also Uh, mention Mad Dog raided us with a party six. Hey, Mad Dog, thank you very much. Should also add that.
1: Uh, both will be working alongside uh, Marvel's Anthony Mackie, who will play John Doe as he seeks to deliver a mysterious package in an apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah.
0: So we should mention uh, uh, Stephanie Beatrice uh, is uh, uh, Diaz, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. what I said, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, but didn't you didn't say, didn't you say, you say uh, Diaz? Yeah. F-
1: Nah, no, I didn't.
0: Yeah. Correction. Yeah. She's, she's also
1: uh, in. Uh, um. Uh, now now I'm not going to be able to. Uh, Encanto. Oh, there's, shit. There's, Encanto. Yeah. She's the main character in Encanto.
0: Oh, shit. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Good casting. I think she would fit very comfortably. In a, uh, in a, a twisted metal esque world, you've got that right level of like not give a fuck attitude and that kind of just like badassness that I think would really, really pan off in Twisted Metal. Um, pulse check. Are you even remotely excited for this? <laughs> not at no. all. Like, I know you've <laughs> gone on the record I, 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 about I, I, your I, distaste I, what, for Anthony Mackie. Yeah, I was
1: about to say, why don't I like Anthony Mackie? Restart. I also don't have a love for the series because I've never played a twisted metal game yeah yeah like... no, I
0: just, just it's
1: not for me it's for someone and that someone is not me
0: look i'll check it out because i feel i feel compelled to do so because of the show yeah. but other than yeah, that, I'm i mean probably I'll, prob- not I'll, probably, watch
1: it. I'll probably end up watching it but
0: you know we'll see yeah. we'll see
1: what happens it's but what... peacock i don't even know how
0: to get peacock in australia <laughs> uh, oh oh fuck i'll just I'll just acquire it by other means. Uh, <laughs> look, one thing I am excited for, though, Max, is uh, the upcoming God of War Ragnarok. And this it's week... Coming. It's not coming out until next year. Shut up, Max. Shut up. God of yeah, War yeah. Studio so, so, Sony Santa Monica, uh, took the PlayStation blog this week to, mu- uh, to mark Global Accessibility Awareness Day by sharing an early glimpse uh, at more than 60 accessibility options that will ship with the upcoming title. These include brand new features designed to make the title more accessible, clearly, as well as ones that the developer implemented with the PC versions of God of War. To show a few of them off, some were very short, but uh, sorry, very short, but very new clips of the game have been released. Carried over from the PC version of the 2018 release will be the ability to auto sprint and always on reticle to reduce motion sickness. And one second, sorry, uh, Discord just reset itself. Computer died. <laughs> Hi, Discord. Thank you. Yep. Cool, I have to edit that now. Yep, yep, cool. <sighs> cool. <Back>. Lame. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> new additions include great, greatly expanded su- uh, su- uh, subtitle and caption options. The subtitles in the first one were trash, so I'm glad they made them bigger, uh, which is which is good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which increased ma- to ma- maximum text size improve the readability of captions and allow character names and bodies of text to be different colors other accessibility options in Ragnarok include adjusting the size of icons button remapping and a high contrast mode you may, may remember something similar in The Last of Us Part 2 Quote, when active, this will apply a color layer to characters that will make them more visible against the background. You can optionally desaturate the background to further increase his contrast. Traversal paint, loot items, and special effects can also be made more visible in this mode. So think about it think about it like uh, the uh, fucking detective mode in Arkham. Where you bang it, the, you know the world goes like the the world goes black, but your enemies go a different color. Things you can loot go a different color. Um, it's like the the dead eye in Red Dead as well. It's probably another example as well, or the uh, kind of like the uh, scan pulse. Scan probably. pulse in Horizon. Cool idea. Mm-hmm. Another neat accessibility option is Audio Cues. This this feature links sounds to specific interactive prompts, like moving objects or pushing open doors. Quote, Audio cues extend to additional combat cues like unblockable attack rings, targeting aim cues, and weapon swap cues. The The volume of these audio cues can be adjusted separately from other volume sliders, so you can adjust for your own comfort. Now, we are committed to improving accessibility and customization for everyone. We can't wait to tell you the details about our other categories of accessibility features like combat, aim assist, puzzle, mini game assist, HUD adjustments, camera tuning, auto, also pickup, and much more, said lead UX designer Mila Pavlin. We can't wait to share more with you as we get closer to launch. Couple In things 20- here, Max. Uh, old Mate Coxie. Fucking smart ass. And the (laughs) chat goes, God of War Ragnarok game of the year, 2026. God damn you, Coxie. Now, look, I love all these features in this game. Is there any one downside though? And this is the only downside that I think comparatively to say the Xbox one is you still have to have two hands, two functioning hands to play these games because there is no like adaptive controller that's, that is supported by PlayStation. So like, cool. It helps in a number of other ways but you still have to have two. You still have to be uh, not abilities challenged. Stepping stones, Max. This is, it's good in one direction, but it just needs that little bit more. And look, as you know fully bodied people, able-bodied people, and you know, we, we don't aside from my, as if from my neurodiversity, as we discussed before, I'm pretty OK. Um, it's good to know these features exist, though. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. It's one of those things like I may not need them, but I'm so fucking glad they exist. Yeah.
1: Rumor mill time, Ryan.
0: Oh, yeah. Gimme, gimme, gimme.
1: So we talked about Silent Hill last week. Let's talk about it a little bit more this week. So perhaps the most persistent speculation is that Polish developer Blueber Team is working on a title in Silent Hill. Specifically, a remake of the iconic PS2 survival horror Silent Hill 2. We know the studio has signed a partnership with Konami, and we also know that it specializes in horror games. But the studio isn't saying a word about anything. Quote, we cannot comment on anything we are doing because we appreciate our relationship with our partners, of course. Says boss um, Peter Bino. We will make an announcement about our future projects as soon as we can. That's that's pronounced
0: pointer? Like Peter, but more Bogan? Pointer? Maybe.
1: Maybe. It's not. So then you will know much more. Officially.
0: End quote. Sick. Silent Hill 2 is dope. Um, I would much love Silent Hill 1, of course. But Silent Hill 2 is amazing. Um, and if they're remaking 1, if they're remaking 2, I don't give a shit. Give me more Silent Hill. I've discussed this before. I, each and every time the rumor Millers come up, I'm like, yes, give me more Silent Hill. I want it. I want it. I want it. That's exciting times. But. One of the things that has... It's interesting that this rumor specifically around Silent Hill uh, has failed to mention the one name that is constantly thrown around in Silent Hill rumors, and that is, of course, Hideo Kojima, who himself is getting rumor milled this week because uh, Norman Reedus and his uh, little carrying fetus uh, appeared uh, to nonchalantly... Confirmed Death Stranding 2 this week in an interview. The Walking Dead star revealed that work had, quote, just started on the Death Stranding sequel. Before reiterating the point a second time, the series developed by Kijima Productions is directed by the auteur Hideo Kojima, uh, who appeared to acknowledge the comments in a Twitter post. Go to your private room, my friend, he said. With heart eyes and thumbs up emojis, he attached three photos showing himself grabbing Negan's baseball bat from The Walking Dead uh, and then attacking Redus with it. In the final picture, the pair appear to be made, to be friends again. Now Max, you are very much on the record for expressing your absolute love for death stranding as I have to do. Because I think last time we recorded Death Draining 2 discussion, I don't remember, you were, I don't think you were there or not. It was a year ago. Oh, you would have been there a year ago. Yeah, I would have been there. Do you want it?
1: I do. I just don't know where it would go. Because obviously, the first game focused very much about that that connection of America, because that's where the game was set.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to a degree, we, we, we played that story out. Like, where does it go from here? Like we don't know, did, like, did, like, did what ha- did did what happen in Death Stranding? What happened to the rest of the world, or was this localized to America only? Are we going overseas, connecting the world together? Now? <gasps> at what like at what point do we just like the, the characters in the story were so well designed and balanced with its uh, let's say interesting gameplay mm, choices, mm-hmm.
0: unique that, gameplay choices.
1: That, That I I want more. I just don't know where that story would take me. Now, part of me is okay with that. As long as we get just as interesting and diverse characters that we did in the first one. Yeah. But I don't know if it will hit me as hard as the first one did because I played it right when, like right before my kid was born. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll hit me as hard as what the first one did.
0: I think we're safe. I mean that in terms of I do believe that the sequel will, will be good. Uh, in the mm. same way that Metal Gear Solid 1 was awesome, then Metal Gear Solid 2 was just as awesome. And I trust that Kojima has the right level of fucking weirdness to find a new way to to expand on a world and story that he's created. You know, he did it with Solid Snake. I can see him doing it here with... You know, uh, 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 Norman Reese's character who escapes me, whose name escapes me right now. Um, Walker, Texas Ranger. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Sam Porter Bridges. Yes. Sam Porter Bridges. Because um, he said, yeah, as you, you were right. Like, we did kind of tidy up the game at the end there and everything sort of sorted itself out. But that is a reasonable thought. Like, what's next? It's reconnecting the world. Because essentially from like, from the discussion... Uh, before the game was released, Kojima talked about how it being a game about tethering people together, and mm. sort of that as almost like an analogy for the internet, right? So in the first game, you're essentially rebuilding the internet uh, for America, and the, what's something the world the world is connected by? It's the internet. So suddenly, you might be in Europe, you might be in Australia, you know, you might be in Southeast Asia like who yeah, apparently,
1: knows according to the rest of the world australia doesn't have
0: internet no no <laughs> we, we don't have good enough internet for streaming games but Yeah, you know, as long as that's not part of the part of death stranding we should be fine look yeah for me i i am more than excited for more death stranding i think you and i it's about a year ago you and i pitched what we would want the sequel to be and like what the things that we would need to hit because it was just off the back of uh of mm. us finishing it and more like oh let's let's see where this goes but yeah, I think there's enough weirdness in that world to bring it back um, and to expand on it. And of course, like you know, we won't, we may not see Troy Baker, tra- Troy Baker's character again, or any of the sort of the current actors that he used in in the first one. I, I wouldn't, for me, one of the greatest things that Kojima has done, especially in recent years and and the last couple of titles that he's done, is his interest in combining both the theatrical world of movies and TV with the interactive media that is games. And in that interview, Norman Reedus pretty much talks about how he got a phone call from Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro back in the day to be like, you're going to get a call from a dude named Hideo Kojima and you need to say yes. And I have a feeling that's one of those things like, you know, Del Toro will maybe call some more people. And like with the success, like Death Stranding, although not a, like as big as a financial success as I think Sony wanted it to be. It was certainly a, apart from some people who very incorrectly scored a like twos and threes. It is very, you know, at least ambitious and critically received well. Yeah. So if you're an actor and which actors more and more are doing that transmedia, as they call it, you know, going between a bunch of different industries, if they are going to want to make the transition into video games, Kojima Games, way to do it, man. It's a bold strategy and it will to- and I believe it will work. And it's fun. It's fun. I imagine it's fun to play. It's fun to watch. You know, yeah. like, what was I watching the other day? I watched the there was a TV show and I had the guy that played Silence. From uh, Horizon in it. I was like, oh, holy shit. That's, uh, that's what that dude looks like in real life. That's crazy. What was I watching? I, don't know, I forget what it was. John Wick. Is he, is he in John Wick? <laughs> Who's he in John Wick?
1: Pretty sure he's in John Wick. Isn't he the, um, the hotel concierge?
0: No. No. The guy that plays Silence, the, the, might, the African-American like, um... gentleman. No, you're thinking of a very different man. I know who you're thinking of, very much a white dude. Wait. No, no, not at all. Then who's the other fucking dude? There's another dude in a jacket, like, it's, I didn't narrow it down at all. Who's the other older gentleman? He has, like, kind of looks like Dutch Vandalin from Red Dead. You you mean the guy who plays... um. Who's in American Gods? Yeah, sure, that guy. Dude. Yeah, that old yeah, white him. dude.
1: That that's not him. I'm talking about the the guy who works behind the counter. Yeah, isn't that the him? The guy who runs the hotel. No, no, no. No, you're confused. Clearly. <laughs>
0: <All> <laughs> He's right. also
1: in Fringe. He's also in Fringe. Okay, He's an FBI I'm agent Fringe. In fringe. I'm po- I'm positive I'm thinking of the white of the right dude. <laughs>
0: Lance Riddick is in heaps of stuff. Fringe is an example. Says yes. Pat. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, mm-hmm. I All said. Well, why, yeah. while I Google Lance Reed to see what the fuck I saw him in, what's the next story?
1: <laughs> uh, London Studio. So according to a new job listing, the developer wants a narrative design lead who can Ah, uh, Ian McShane was the yeah, hotel that,
0: manager. Yeah, I didn't say manager. I said concierge. Yeah, I, I fucking got it wrong. Alright. I thought the manager worked behind the counter. Like some good manager, you know, on the floor with the staff, with the people. Anyway, according to a new job listing for London Studio, the developer wants a
1: narrative design lead who can help deliver rich lore and storytelling through a live service model. The listing mentions, quote, years of ongoing story and building rich, narratively exciting characters. So they've gone from rootin' tootin' PSVR shootin' to <laughs> live service RPG? Possibly?
0: I, I, I ain't mad about that. Yeah.
1: Now, have you worked out if you're thinking about the right guy? because uh, I really, I definitely was.
0: Yeah, look, yeah. you may have been. And I'm, so currently I have the IMDb for uh, Lance Riddick. Lance Riddick. Open. Yeah. And I'm scrolling, trying to remember what the fuck that I saw him in. Let's go. Okay, talks about him in Horizon. That wasn't it. It wasn't John Wick. I oh, was in Quantum Break. Holy shit. All right, cool. Um, let's see. He's in Destiny. Yeah, he was in Destiny, but he's a voice, I, I presume. Apparently did a payday. voice in Payday. All right, I'm starting to get into like 2000, early
1: 2010s. This, this is the Lance Reddick podcast. Oh, he, he was in
0: Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's where I, even though I'm watching Always Sunny again right now, I don't think that was it. Apparently he was in Lost. He was in, this guy's done fucking everything. What the hell was, he's in Oz. Man, Oz is a dope show. Oh, what a show. What was I watching that he was in? Apparently he was in The Nanny. Okay, I...
1: I don't think you think he is who you no, he think No, he is exactly who I think
0: he is, but I cannot <laughs> for life remember, remember what I saw him in. Was it? Was it always sunny? It had to be always sunny. Look, my Ritalin's worn off and this has really caught my attention. There was an American Horror Story... I know everyone that's listening and all viewing, like, can you, can you just, like, shut the fuck up? No, yeah, it wasn't wanna, Resident we, Evil because that's not we, out we,
1: yet. We want to know about EA.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let my brain tinker over this and we'll see what happens. All right, so apparently, Max, EA is looking to sell. It, yeah, so it's not Oz, but I'm distracted. All right. <clears throat> A report by Puck, what, as in Reverend Puck, our Puck no there's
1: a there's an online publication called park
0: bullshit is that reverend uh, no a, a report by reverend park not exact not out not that one uh claims the juggernaut recently pursued a merger with nbc universal but has has also held discussions with amazon apple and disney while all of these talks eventually broke down the madden and fifa creator on oh, maker sorry has not given up According to, quote, several sources familiar, end quote, with the matter, EA has been emboldened by Microsoft's buyout of Activision and is, quote, persistent in pursuing a sale, end quote. However, some claim that the firm would prefer a merger with current bigwig Andrew Wilson eager to remain as CEO of the hypothetical combined company.
1: So it sounds like he just wants the money but stay in
0: charge. Yeah, I want the, I want the money but I want to still be the boss. Um, <laughs> I really don't think EA is worth a purchase. Isn't that where games get to die? <laughs> isn't, that,
1: isn't that hasn't that been the joke for the longest time where they mismanage their yeah. Like, they're, they're fucking. People so poorly that shit just goes AWOL.
0: Just so much shit dies. Like, you know, Visceral, Maxis, Pandemic? Pandem- yeah. A bunch of studios just fucking die. And right now, BioWare is currently dying through EA. So it's like, I if I look at EA and if I was a company that was like interested, they're like, you know, like, hey, can you can you buy us? I'd be like, no. And, like, they've
1: also now lost their exclusivity over Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and
0: they just pulled out of fucking FIFA. Mm. So they've just pulled out of FIFA. That's one. They don't have the Star Wars exclusive license anymore. That's another one. They have destroyed uh, old franchises, um, like Command & Conquer and stuff. That was part of them. That's owned part of them now. Sims is bastardized. No one cares anymore. Um even the Sim like Sims and also its variants, Sim City, etc., all long gone. Um you look at is it bioware? Bioware has been absolutely destroyed. Like to me, there is very little that EA have because even right now, outside of their regularly annualized releases of sports games, there is nothing that makes me want... would make me want to go... Like, right now, right? So, look... A couple... Like, a year or so ago, I finally reached out to EA Australia to get onto their press release. And their press... Their their media blast for, for, for C. And I did. And it was cool. And they're like, hey, what sort of titles were you looking at sort of covering? And, and you know, reviewing with us? And I went... Uh... Because at the time, they had just released... Oh, this might have been the year before. They had just released... Uh, Squadrons. I was like, squadrons. I didn't play anything else. You know what I mean? Because like outside of the sports games, fucking knows, right? Like, am I wrong? That That's probably like not the best pickup.
1: <sighs> yeah, I guess it. I guess it depends on you know you've going from Paul Paul James in the chat. They're fine. It's just that you can't allow EA to lead itself. If you grab them, you don't do what Xbox is doing with Bethesda. No. Well, yeah, no. You, it- you bring them in and you... you, mat- you- you manage them properly yeah I the guess.
0: problem that the once again back to discussion we had last week before the problem with the that phil spencer has he can barely lead the teams that he has so if he, was, if he wants to take in another 20 fucking studios he literally can't manage them it's not he and his team cannot manage them i, I know everyone's like oh it's not phil spencer's job it is literally his job he is the face of all of this he and he is the head of the team that manages all these studios right So it was like, Oh, could you do it? No, but I'm not being paid to fucking do it. Phil Spencer is he and his team are being paid to manage this shit. I can criticize them all I want because they are not doing their job right. And the same goes here that if anyone were to pick up EA, you do not let them run themselves because simply put, they have failed to do it themselves. Yeah. It's, pretty straightforward on that one i think Mm. and like even with the idea of like a dead space next year or like oh you know mass effect in the future dragon age 4 if it ever fucking comes out there is nothing of really major game changing note because mass effect has fucking been bastardized dragon age completely bastardized there is nothing there unless i'm being intentionally ignorant Intention, I should say. I can't think of anything that makes me go, oh, I mu- I- EA is a must pick up. That's what happened. Mm. Yeah. Quick bits, Ryan. Yeah. Star Wars
1: KOTOR PS5 remake will apparently have news, quote, in the next several months. All right. Uh, the Witcher 3 PS5 version is currently targeting a Q4 release as the game celebrates its seventh anniversary. Last of Us PS5 remake allegedly will be a major holiday release this year.
0: Oh, okay. Furthering it, it, well, sorry,
1: furthering it, my furthering my belief that God of War is not coming out this year.
0: It <laughs> was always Sunny, by the way. Um, he plays Frank, uh, a gentleman that Franked. Uh, Frank worked in a in a uh, all uh, a jazz bar in like the sixties. It's a very stupid storyline, but yeah, the answer was always Sunny. Thank you for those paying attention to the Lance Riddick stuff.
1: Final Fantasy 7 news has been planned for the game's 25th anniversary next month.
0: What do you think it is? Does it get you hard?
1: Uh, It'll be some mobile bullshit, most likely. Wait, don't you think it'll be
0: Remake
1: 2? I don't think it's it's going to be Remake 2 news. I want it to be, but I don't think it will be. I'm very jaded (laughs) when it comes to Final Fantasy news. Uh, Dying Light developer is making an open world fantasy action RPG. Dead by Daylight teases a second Resident Evil crossover, as well as an Attack on Titan crossover. Callisto Protocol news is set to drop this week. And Fall Guys is going free to play, coming to PlayStation 5, 21st of June, with apparently a level editor. And Mm, cross-platform. So
0: you'll actually be able to get a game in Fall Guys
1: now. And for those who are interested in the Marvel... The Marvel game that was announced earlier this week, it is Marvel Stone <laughs> from the team who used to work on Hearthstone. It is a card game. It's a card Marvel game.
0: Oh, that's kind of tempting, though. I, mean, I, got, uh, I, I shat on be, it on the day, I, but like, I, I like Marvel enough
1: I to be may- like... I may or may not have signed up for it like look this i I'm a huge hearthstone fan, yeah like you... and if it's if it's if it's just marvel because it's 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 by you know Ben Brode and his new team, I'm super keen like they 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 kind of worked on hearthstone for for ages and then they kind of pieced out um and let let the new team take over hearthstone to see that they've been working on I, I think they said that it, they've been working on this game for about four years. And it's not turn-paced. You both take your turns simultaneously. Apparently, they're like three-minute matches. They're super fast-paced. They've got all that fun
0: Marvel IP stuff. Awesome. See, you, uh, you, yourself and a number of people I know have praised living shit out of Hearthstone. And the problem that I have is I, gave, I give no shits about the lore of Hearthstone, right? I give a shit about Marvel products. So, Mm -hmm. like, the idea of, like, it's the same goes with, you know, DC Deck Builder, which is a physical card game. I fucking love it. But I love it because it's DC characters and I understand characters. And their, their their attacks, their specials, their whatever, all make sense to their character. So I don't have to, because one of the biggest problems that I have with, with with board games is when it's the cards, like all these ifs, ends, thens, ends, or buts that, 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 that those cards provides. I'm not smart enough to comprehend it. But if I can comprehend it through, like it's Iron Man, I know the bracket, the scope in which Iron Man as a character exists. I can understand what a Marvel, what an Iron Man card would do, and instantly the game becomes more understandable for me. Which is why I loved Marvel, or it's why I love Marvel Crisis Protocol, the miniatures game. For the exact same reason because i can frame it around marvel if i was to play like war machine or hordes i'm like ah, i don't fucking know what these that these characters are i don't want, i don't have the brain capacity to learn all new character classes etc i'm not happening Clister protocol we talked about de- uh, you know you know uh, uh uh fucking dead space remake before you know these are the 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 leftovers of pandemic um the visceral sorry not pandemic the the original team behind uh, Dead Space and their spiritual successor. That's pretty exciting. Last of Us remake coming out at the back end of the year. I still don't think we need it, but unless it comes with Last of Us Part 2, which I don't see it ha- having a remastered version of that, having both those games available on PS5 would make sense. But I don't see why Last of Us needs to be the Skyrim of PlayStation and be on every console since it's released. Doesn't make sense. I, am I going to play it? Yes shut up upcoming titles on the 24th of may we get mx versus atv legends coming to ps5 and ps4 25th of may we have blow and fly coming to P- ps4 my nickname's in high school uh and-, blow and fry blow and fry <laughs> Don't, not blow and fly oh, blow and fry that was my, that was, yeah yeah it still works <laughs> uh roller champions coming to ps4 that's the game from ubisoft Pretty sweet? Yeah. 26th of May, Arcade Archives Plotting, PS4. Sniper Elite 5, coming to PS5 and PS4. It looks pretty sweet. On the 27th of May, get ready for a list of games. Uh, Arcade Spirits, the new challenges, PS5, PS4. KO, the Kangaroo, PS5 and PS4. What the fuck? Moolander.
1: An Australian name. Yeah, it, it sounds kangaroo. like a
0: real shitty version of Taz, the, you know, Taz, the whatever, and or you know anything like that. Uh lander the hell, PS4. Oh, it's out. The clearly the game of the week, My Little Pony, a maritime bay adventure coming to PS4, Pac-Man Museum Plus coming to PS4 and Remote Life PS5 to P- and PS4. Uh side note, uh this week, uh Outright Games, the studio behind uh much beloved games in this household, uh Paw Patrol Jeez. on a Roll, um uh, 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 PJ Masks, uh, and as well as, you know, what's the other, what's the other, yeah, so PJ Masks, Paw Patrol on a roll, uh, Paw Patrol, Save Adventure Bay, PJ Masks, Into the Night, uh, my son loves them, they announced this week that they are essentially, they are making a Paw Patrol Mario Kart rip, and I can't fucking wait. I'm super excited. I'm going to play it. My kid's going to love it. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, it's success. Thumbs up. Yeah,
1: for a Paw <clears throat> Patrol car racer. Yeah. Nice.
0: Holy shit. And while we were ch- bullshitting about Paw Patrol on a scream <laughs> uh, Screamers uh, in the chat with a raid of 10 peoples. Thank you very much. Pinky Brick gave us the follow. And of course, and Royal Rooster being watched like a creep. Ooh. Uh, a good show, and we'll catch up on the stuff I missed tomorrow. Thank you very much to everyone. Much appreciated. It's bad timing because we're just about to wrap up the show. We've done all the chats about the PlayStation. We talked about the games that are coming, all the rumors, etc. We're about to round this bad boy out. We'll hang around and chat for a while, as we do sometimes in the chat. But, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be good times. Max, even even these lovely people that just came here, if they want to hear more playstation stuff but not right now what do they do
1: well, everyone, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can. Come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below.
0: If you want to join us as the conversation, you hand by heading over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod if you are listening on podcast service be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you are watching us on youtube be sure to like subscribe and comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support the show financially you can tell your friends oh wait i've already done that part if you want to support the show financially you can by heading over heading over to the, our merchandise store slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it or you can help support the brands that help support us uh, by heading over to au.manscape.com using the promo code FTP. Get yourself a nice pair of fucking underpants with ball bags and sunnies on them uh, using the promo code FTP. Twenty percent off, free worldwide shipping. au.manscape.com and there's a patron in there as well. Totally skipped it. I, I had a clearly had a stroke halfway through the end of that. that uh, the end of that. So, but until next week. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.